ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com slash shop. An original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Flap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. It's DW60's Press Row. However you may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We're glad you're here to find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resorts. Jeff Davis here with you. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Lots to talk about at Disney News this week. But I'm going to start off slightly different. I do have to tell you this. I'm not going to forget about this. Don't worry. (laughs) It has now been, ladies and gentlemen, 1,243 days since we've had a nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom. So that's that. (laughs) Starting off a little bit differently. Normally, I just jump right into the news. But I wanted to add a little bit more of a segment uh, into the show to be a little more interactive with the listeners of Sorcerer Radio and DW60. So I'm going to start doing a weekly poll question. And I'm going to post that question over in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone on Facebook. Now, if you're not a member of the Fun Zone, it's real easy. All you have to do is ask. Doesn't cost a thing. You request to be a member, and you're in. Good to go. And that's where I'm going to post this poll question every single week. So we started with this. And our first poll question comes from DJ Sourcey himself. I'm sitting there trying to, you know, think in my head, what what poll question can I put up? And I I sent him a text. I'm like, look, this is what I'm doing. and, And I need some help. So this is what he came up with. So the poll question this week, what is your favorite rainy day Disney park or location and the choices were this the Magic Kingdom Epcot Disney's Hollywood Studios Disney's Animal Kingdom Disney Resorts or Disney Springs rainy day location where do you go when it's when Florida weather shows up we all know we've when we've gone to Walt Disney World at the drop of a hat You could be in a park, it can be beautiful outside, and then all of a sudden you see this cloud, darker than you've ever seen before, show up. 
And that this is Florida weather for you folks. If you've never been before, a cloud just shows up. Massive cloud, real dark. Starts to get windy. You see the lightning, you hear the thunder, and then it's just a torrential downpour. And so you're at an amusement park. Okay, let's not call Disney an amusement park because it's not. It's an experience. Okay. I was wrong to say that. Bad. Bad. Okay. But what do you do? If you're at a certain park, do you go do an attraction? Do you do some shopping? What do you do? But where is your favorite locations? And this is really for the people who don't normally go to Walt Disney World, maybe thinking about a trip. And they go, well, yeah, what do I do if it starts raining? Here's what the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone said. Out of all of those choices, I'm going to give you the top all the way to the bottom. 104 of you said Epcot is your choice on a rainy day. Next one, 53 votes for the Magic Kingdom. That is their favorite rainy day park. 11 of you said Disney's Hollywood Studios. 11 of you said Disney's Animal Kingdom. Six of you said a Disney Resort. And five of you said Disney Springs. Some very interesting choices in this very first poll here on DW60. Was not really a big surprise to me that 104 people chose Epcot as their favorite rainy day park. But then we got into the comments, and I want to read a few of the comments here. Just let me bring them up real quick. Uh, Steven said, it's Epcot for me. I can pop in the countries, take my time, look around, and enjoy a tasty beverage as I pursue the merch. (laughs) Most definitely. Epcot is always a great rainy day park, in my opinion. All the queues, pretty much, unless it's a really, really, really busy day. All of the queues are inside. So jump into a line somewhere, go to a pavilion, jump into a line attraction, and go do it. Because a lot of these, you know, rain showers last, you know, 20, 30 minutes. By the time you come back out, it's done and over with. But then at the same time, there's the World Showcase. Choose whatever country you want. One of my favorites is Japan to go shopping in because I do like to buy those unique snacks all the way in the back of the Japan Pavilion. You've got some very unique snacks back there that I I always get one. It's like a tradition of mine. What unique snack have I not gotten and can try during this trip? So that's where I like to go when it's raining at Epcot is go to that store. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head over in Japan. But yeah, that's that's fantastic location. Uh, Again, Matthew said Epcot is my favorite park under any circumstance. So Matthew loves Epcot. Deb, she said, Brie votes Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom is a great park to be in. A lot of the attractions very close together. You can jump from one to the other. Again, you can go into a shop if you want to. One of the many, many shops throughout the Magic Kingdom. Do some shopping. You know, get over to the Emporium before it starts raining. Or pick an attraction. Like Pirates of the Caribbean. The entire queue is inside, unless it's really busy. Space Mountain is a good one. I don't recommend getting on the people mover during a storm. <laughs> Too many times I have seen people get on the on the people mover. <laughs> people on the people mover. <laughs> they get on the people mover while it's raining. And sometimes these Florida storms can be real intense and very windy. So the, the rain is not just falling down. It's coming in sideways. And people have a tendency to kind of get soaked while on the people mover because it is an inside yet outside attraction at the same time. 
There's a couple of buildings there in Tomorrowland that you go into, and then also Space Mountain as well. But the rest of the time, you're outside in the elements, and that rain can hit you. But yeah, Magic Kingdom, fantastic choice. I love that. Now, one thing I, I kind of thought that I would get a few more responses on, and I didn't, but I think is a fantastic choice, and that is Disney Springs. There are so many different things to do at Disney Springs. And Alicia said this. She said, Disney Springs, you can relax and people watch. I love to people watch. I like to just sit down on a bench with a nice drink, whether it be, I don't know, some water, a soda, or a Dole Whip, or a Mickey pretzel, a Mickey bar, whatever, and just watch people walk. I don't know what it is. I just like to watch people. She goes on to say, even in the rain, there's lots to look at, lots of options for shopping and also dining and entertainment as well. Don't forget about the NBA experience just recently opened down at Disney Springs. That right there, if you're wanting to spend a little bit of extra money for a great experience, you can check out the NBA experience on a rainy day at Walt Disney World. Great option got food there they've got shopping there and some fantastic things to do inside of that but again there's all the other dining locations there's the world of disney store you can spend a lot of time in there with all the shopping that they have for disney parks merchandise at the world of disney it's amazing grab yourself some coffee or a great drink over at starbucks it's right there pick it up go into world of disney while it's raining and hopefully you don't spend too much money i know it's hard I know it's hard. There's so many fantastic things in there, but that is a fantastic option. I'm really surprised that a lot more people did not choose Disney Springs because guess what? It's free. Doesn't cost you anything unless you're going to something like the NBA experience. It's free. And go have dinner somewhere. Go have lunch or just do some window shopping. You don't have to buy anything. There's so many different things just to look at at Disney Springs. Have you, have you picked up that Christmas ornament for 2020 yet? Well, they've got a lot of them right there in Disney Springs. An entire store dedicated to the holiday season with ornaments and wreaths and so much more every day of the year. It doesn't have to be the holiday season. You can go in there and get stuff for the holiday season for Christmas and everything else. Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate during that time of the year, they've usually got the stuff. Fantastic options. So I'm curious, though. Maybe you're not a part of the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. You didn't get a chance to chime in on this week's poll. If you would like to, you've got an opportunity. All you have to do is send me an email. Send your email to dw60 at srsounds.com. And I would love to hear what your choice is. Tell me what your favorite rainy day Disney park is. And also tell me why you've chosen that as well. And we'll talk about it right here on the show. All right, let's get to some Disney news. I got to start things off kind of sad. Uh, this is a very, this situation was just, it just wasn't good. It just wasn't good. So, according to reports on social media and News 6 in Orlando, they told us about this. Uh, Reedy Creek Fire Department, Orange County Sheriff's Office, responded to a call at Disney's Contemporary Resorts. Apparently, what had happened was somebody on the monorail saw a person fall from the Contemporary Resort, from one of the balconies. And so, of course, the police got out there. 
um, fire department, first responders, pretty much. And uh, they later did confirm that uh, the situation was it was a suicide. And they found a female unresponsive uh, who was later pronounced uh, dead at the scene. Uh, right now, we, that's all we know. Uh, we don't know any, anything else about the situation. But just, it's just so sad to hear about something like that at, at anywhere in the first place. You don't ever want to hear that anywhere in this world that someone has taken their life. Uh, and you don't want to hear about it at Walt Disney World either. It's supposed to be a place of happiness and, and making wonderful memories, whether it be you know by yourself or with your family and friends. It's supposed to be a happy place. And to have something like this happen is just uh, is dev- is, is devastating. It really is to think about. But the thing is, and, and we posted this on the DW60 Press Row Facebook page, and we said, if you or someone you know Maybe contemplating suicide. What you need to do is you need to call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That number is 1-800-273-8255. One more time. 1-800-273-8255. Or you can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741741. And you're going to reach the crisis text line. In emergency situations, of course, you do want to call 911. Or, you know, get care from a local hospital, mental health provider, provider something like that. The thing is, it, folks, in, in situations like that, if you suspect something, if you see something, say something. Talk to that person or call those numbers and get them to talking to someone. Again... You don't ever want to see something like this happen anywhere. And you don't want to see it at Walt Disney World. So it's... Uh, I uh, My heart goes out to the family of whoever this woman uh, was a part of. Um, it just... It breaks my heart. It really does. There's There are so many fantastic things to live for in this world. So many fantastic things. And it's uh, it, it's just it's really sad, really really sad. So hated to start off like that, but uh, so anyway, moving on. There were some various posts last week. Disney news was just it mind blowing. We Nicole and I talked about it last week. Bob Chapek took over as Disney CEO. There was a boat at the Jungle Cruise started taking on water. (laughs) People were standing in water on the Jungle Cruise attraction. And then on Thursday evening last week, all of a sudden out of nowhere, there was a heavy police presence over at Disney's Beach Club. SWAT showed up. There were SWAT teams there. There were helicopters flying throughout the uh, the air. I sent a text or... uh, No, DJ Sourcey sent Nicole and I a text... And we were talking about it. He's like, yeah, there's helicopters all over the place. We can hear them. We can see them everywhere. And people started putting stuff on social media and everything else and you know, sh- showing pictures and stuff. Like, And we, we, we had just got done recording the show, literally, 20 minutes before this happened. And 
I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? No reports were coming out. The place got locked down. People were told to stay in their hotel rooms. Stay in your resort room. Do not come out. Nobody leaves the resort. Nobody comes into the resort. That's it. Time situation, I guess. Ends up, apparently, somebody thought they saw another guest carrying a handgun at the resort. So immediately, either called 911 or talked to security services. They're at the beach club. And then all of a sudden, police show up, SWAT teams show up, uh, ambulances show up. It was crazy. Everything was locked down. Ended up, the the report was false. Uh, They checked security cameras and everything else. That person did not have any type of a weapon or firearm or anything else. Um, So all all was clear. Thankfully, that's a good thing. What was even uh, more fantastic, though, well, not more fantastic, just as fantastic, was the response from, you know, first responders, police, SWAT team, ambulance, fire, all that stuff. They were there, and they were there in force, ready to handle the situation. So, congratulations. Um, Thank you to first responders, police, and everybody else uh, for responding that way. Uh, And they said it in the... uh, news reports we take these type of things very seriously and i'm glad that they do because that's not the type of thing that we want to see happening at walt disney world somebody walking around with a firearm that's that's not a good thing so this person thought that they saw something and they said something it may have caused all kinds of chaos and everything else but in the end it was okay it was all right so that happened last week like i said it was crazy And then, while DJ Sourcey was vacationing at Walt Disney World, there were reports on social media about an incident on the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover there at the Magic Kingdom. Our very own DJ Sourcey posted about this on Instagram. And then, all of a sudden, all these other various, you know, Disney social media pages picked up on the post that he made, and they started posting about it, with his original post included on it. He said that... uh, They had, you know, slammed, I don't know if it slammed or just ran into the train in front of them. The trains were just stacked up, one after the other. And they sat there for a while, and eventually they had to be evacuated off the attraction. But then he said operation of the attraction uh, resumed later on, and everything was fine. Nobody was injured, thank goodness. But I just thought it was something for him to be riding that at that specific time. And for that to happen. I wonder what it's like. What it's like to get evacuated off of the people mover. I've never had that happen before. I've had to be evacuated off of Splash Mountain. I think, uh, what was the other one? What was the, I can't remember off the top of my head. I know I've been evacuated off Splash Mountain. But I can't remember what the others are. For some reason, it's just a cool thing with Disney fans. When we get evacuated off an attraction, automatically we start thinking to ourselves, oh gosh, we get to see backstage. (laughs) We get to see the inner workings of the attractions. For us, for us big Disney fans, it's literally almost as exciting as just going on the attraction itself. You Listeners, you know what I'm talking about. You've ever been evacuated off an attraction. You know what it's like. To get to see those, you know, backstage small moments, just little bitty things. As you're walking, you know, you're looking around, 
seeing if you see anything that you've never noticed before. Some people, you know, have got their their cameras out, you know, their cell phones and everything else, taking footage as they walk. They tell you, no, don't do that, you know. People do it anyway. Ends up on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, everything else. It's just as exciting as the attraction. I don't know what it is. But DJ Sorcy had the opportunity to do that. Am I jealous? Yeah. I didn't like the fact that his train slammed into the other train in front of him. Um, but uh, it, I thought it was pretty cool that he got to evacuate off of it. He got to walk on that, literally. I've never had that happen before. It's actually kind of cool. And I uh, thought it was pretty cool the fact that the story that he posted on Instagram started going viral on other Disney sites. But no real information from Disney came out as to what the problem was or anything else. But everybody was fine. They got off the attraction. And the people movers started back up after they fixed everything, whatever it may have been. So, tell you, poop, People Mover has been one of those attractions here lately. Within the last, I don't know, six to nine months. That has become very popular. Remember the days with the People Mover when you could just walk up to it. There was barely a line at all. We're talking a liter- literally a two-minute line. You walk up to that escalator, you get up there, you might wait a minute to two minutes to get on your train and you go. And then you go all the way around and you look at the cast member and say, hey, can I go again? And they're like, yeah, sure, no problem. These days, when it comes to the people mover over in Tomorrowland, there is quite a line to wait in to get on that attraction. I cannot remember the last time what it was. I'm going to bring up the Disney Parks app right now. I'm going to bring it up. I'm just kind of curious as of right now, as I'm doing the show, what the wait time is for the people mover. Let's take a look real quick. All right. So we're over in the Magic Kingdom. We are headed over to Tomorrowland. And let's see... 25-minute wait for Astro Orbiter. And there's a 20-minute wait for the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. 20 minutes. I've seen it worse. I've seen it 30 and 40 minutes. Amazing. Such a simple ride, but it's such an enjoyable ride. Because you get to see someone. You get to go inside Space Mountain and all that stuff and everything. I'm rambling. I know. I know. I'm rambling. I just thought it was really cool. The fact that his story just got posted by so many other sites. And I'm glad he's okay. I'm sure he got to experience the attraction again. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It opened this week to guests at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And the attraction quickly amassed a line more than five hours long, like 300 plus minutes. Unless, of course, if you had a fast pass, you didn't have to wait that long. In, in, in some form or fashion, you could call this attraction. It's 90 years in the making because it's the very first attraction starring Mickey Mouse and Minnie. 90 years. That's how long it has been. Five hour wait on day one for an attraction that a lot of people just did not talk about very much at all, which surprised me. I was like, wow, a lot, a lot of people are talking about this attraction. So there was a very positive review, not only from Media Day. The day before, a lot of content creators got to enjoy the attraction, post about it the next day. But the day 
of the attraction officially opening to all guests there at Disney's Hollywood Studios, the reactions have been fantastic. People love Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. But at the same time, I've also seen comments like, well, it's not the great movie ride. Well, guess what? No, it's not the great movie ride. There is literally no comparison whatsoever or similarity, in my opinion, between the great movie ride and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So to come out and say, well, you know, it's not the great movie ride. No, it's not. It's not supposed to be. There is a small Easter egg kind of uh, giving a a slight nod to the great movie ride. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Well, okay, it's a poster inside the attraction, but I want you to look for it. Don't cheat and go on YouTube or anything else. Just look for it while you're on the attraction. If you miss it, go on YouTube and then find it. And yeah, there's a little nod to the great movie ride inside Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Now, in this innovative new family adventure, you're going to go through the movie screen inside the park's uh, Chinese theater. And it's going to take you into a world of Disney television, television animation with Mickey Mouse cartoon shorts. If you have Disney Plus, you have watched these. I have. And you discover why mouse rules apply and anything can and does happen. It also has original Mickey Mouse story by Walt Disney Imagineering that features a brand new song. It's a very catchy tune. Nothing can stop us now. And they say Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is a celebration of Disney heritage and a showcase for state-of-the-art storytelling and attraction design. Now, at the same time, it's not just Mickey and Minnie. Pluto's there as well. But Goofy is at the helm. So what could go wrong? Well, guess what? A lot actually does go wrong as you go along in this journey. It's going to take you through a stampede through the Wild West. You're going to visit a carnival. You'll avoid a swirling twister, escape an exploding volcano, and dive over a waterfall, and a whole lot more than I'm not going to tell you about. I'm not going to spoil the rest of it. So Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, open for guests at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Now, I get the frustration that people are having, having to wait 300 plus minutes, five plus hours, however you want to look at it, for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And I know fast passes are going fast. I found it comical, literally, the day that the attraction opened because the the comments that I saw on Twitter and and Facebook were just funny, of literally people complaining, well, you know, I couldn't get a fast pass. There's too many people here. And a lot of these comments were coming from annual pass holders who were local. They're like, oh, I can't get a fast pass. I only get 30 days to get a fast pass. I couldn't get one. It's too many people. It's too long to wait. It's like, oh, come on. Give me a break. You know, you have an annual pass to Walt Disney World. You pretty much go anytime that you want to, especially if you're local. Relax. You can find a day when the line's not very long. 
and you can enjoy enjoy this attraction many, many, many times more than some of these other people who are just vacationing are getting one chance. So just just take it down a notch. You'll get your opportunity, but at the same time, just go wait in the line. Now, sure, five hours may be a little long. Heck, when Pandora, the world of Avatar, opened, that line for Flight of Passage was crazy. I couldn't, I was an annual pass holder, could not get a fast pass. But I said to myself, I want to experience this attraction, so I'm going to do what I have to do in order to do it. I stood in line for over six hours on day two of that park being open, part of the park. Now, that's not for everybody. Not everybody is willing to do that. I get it. But don't badmouth people on on social media just because they were able to get a fast pass before you because they have a bigger window. You're an annual pass holder. You get to go a lot. You'll have your opportunities. Just take it down a notch. Just a little. But Mickey's Runaway Railway. What a fantastic attraction this seems to be. And I told Nicole this yesterday. Because, you know, we have our honeymoon coming up at Walt Disney World later on. I said to her, I said, okay, here's the deal for Disney's Hollywood Studios. The day is pretty much going to be spent like this. Get our boarding group, if they're still doing that, for Rise of the Resistance. Then go jump in line as we're doing that for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. We get done with that, we're headed straight to Galaxy's Edge. And we're getting on Smuggler's Run. And then we may do Single Rider for Smuggler's Run. And then we're going to walk around, take pictures. I'm going to go make myself a lightsaber. And then hopefully, eventually, our boarding group will come up and we will enjoy Rise of the Resistance. We'll go to Ogus Cantina. Docking Bay 7. Ronto Roasters. What, whatever it may be. We are going to spend a lot of time at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. But I am not going to forget about and experience Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway because it looks fantastic. I cannot wait. I absolutely cannot wait. It just... I'm so excited. So excited. I'm just full of Disney happiness right now about this attraction. Am I still missing the great movie ride? You better believe I am. 100% I still miss that attraction. But I'm very excited about this one now that it's finally open. All right, finally... And this is exciting for me, too. This was brought up to me yesterday. Finally, there's a new food truck that's coming to Disney Springs. And it's a it's going to be there in the food truck park. <laughs> I love this. What is, what is the song that I play at the end of every show? The hot dog song from the Mickey Mouse Club. You know. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. That's right. I had to think about it for a second. I play the hot dog song at the end of every show. The name of this new food truck is the Hot Diggity Dogs. <laughs> it's going to be opening later on this month in March. And it has what they say a very large selection of some fantastic gourmet hot dogs and house-made chips for you to enjoy. It is going to be replacing the Springs Street Tacos truck. And that closed back in February. But I'm very excited about this. 
just simply because, one, I love hot dogs. I love Casey's Corner. Never miss it. So going to Disney Springs and, and having a great hot dog, I love the I love the idea of it. But at the same time, hot diggity dogs, I love the name of that. Absolutely love it, and I cannot wait to try it when we head to La- Walt Disney World later on this year for our honeymoon. I'll make it a point to go to Hot Diggity Dogs and take a picture and play the song at the same time. You have to. If you eat a hot dog there, you got to play the hot dog song while you eat it. That's To me, that is just simply a necessity, I guess. I don't know. Um, there has been no official opening date as of yet, but as soon as I find out, you guys know that I'm going to let you know about it, okay? Hot Diggity Dogs over there at Disney Springs. What a fantastic, fantastic thing. So those are some of your top headlines from the Walt Disney World Resorts. Let's do some email time. It's email time. It's email time. Hey, everybody, it's email time. (laughs) All right, we've got one email to go through. That's the wrong button. Let's do that. Okay, there we go. (laughs) Got ahead of myself or kind of behind, I guess, at the same time. All right, one email to go through. Email comes from Brandon says, Dear Jeff, I was at Disney's Hollywood Studios on March the 3rd, and Disney deserves some major credit for their attraction description service that they offer. This system is a little device with control buttons and a headset. When you're at an attraction with a lot of visual elements, such as Muppet Vision 3D, it will give a description of what the characters are doing, allowing those of us who are visually impaired to enjoy the attraction more fully. I've used this system previously in Disney Parks, and I was especially curious to see how it would do in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, since it's so new. Another thing the system does is tell you your location as you're walking around the park once in a while, and it will tell you what restaurants, shops, or other things are nearby. Disney and the people that do their descriptions deserve major props for updating the system to include Galaxy's Edge in a timely manner. Not only was the GPS component updated with all of Galaxy's Edge stuff, but Rise of the Resistance even had an attraction description all ready to go, and I didn't think they would have that ready yet. Major props to Disney and the description people for that. I felt like I needed to tell you and the other listeners of Sorcerer Radio, and I know of at least a couple of others who are blind like me about this, since Disney deserves their props, and just in case people don't know about this service. It's a great service, and I recommend it for anyone who may be blind or visually impaired. You just have to go to guest services at whichever park you are visiting and ask about the attraction description service. You put down a $25 deposit that you can get back when you return the device before exiting the park. The attractions could use a description. I'm sorry. The attractions that could use a description usually have them, and it's easy to understand why some don't, even if they could use one. This is a great service that Disney provides. Thank you. That is from Brandon Kozak. Brandon, thank you so much for sending your email and giving us a really great description on that service. So, you may not have ever thought about this. People with disabilities, uh, like Brandon, who, uh, who is blind, not able to really see what is going on at Walt Disney World, but Disney provides that description of what's happening, you know, 
in the area that they're, they're in. I did not know all about this. I had no idea that it involved that much. GPS location to tell you what's around you. Hey, the Emporium is over here. Hey, Casey's Corner is over here. All that other stuff. That is fantastic. That gets sparkles in my in my book. Sparkles. Fantastic. Brandon, thank you so much for your email. And like he said, go ahead and check it out at Guest Services. They'll give you all the details. And, you know, if you're visually impaired like Brandon is, you have an opportunity to enjoy Walt Disney World just like everybody else. And, and, and you get to hear what's going on and, and the things described around you. And that is fantastic. That is extra, extra magical. More sparkles. More sparkles. <laughs> I love the sparkles. I, I don't have any birthdays this, this week, so I have to use the sparkles in some way. Now, if you have an email that you would like to send to me, like Brandon did, describing something fantastic that you have enjoyed at Walt Disney World, send an email. Send your email to DW60 at SRSounds.com, and I would love to read your email here on the show. If you've had great experiences with cast members... Tell me about it. Send your email to me. Tell me that cast member's name. I want to talk about him here on the show. Or if you've seen other things or experienced other things that you want the listeners to know about, interact with me. Send that email. Again, send it to dw60 at srsounds.com. What a fantastic email. Brandon, that was fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your experience with all of us. So that is your email. And those are your headlines for the Walt Disney World Resorts here on Press Row. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Tired of missing out on free dining and special park openings? Looking to keep your finger on the pulse of all things Disney? Well, we've got you covered. EarsAlert.com has up-to-date news, deals, and information from the very best Disney news sources. Visit EarsAlert.com and download our iOS or Android app to get immediate updates whenever a Disney news story breaks. Visit EarsAlert.com today. Hear ye, hear ye, all heed the arrival of Prince Charming. Well, that's P-R-I-N-T-S Charming, don't you know? <clears throat> the Prince Charming Company has been searching for loyal commoners who wish to have all of their Disney-themed printing needs taken into their care. Stickers, pin-back buttons, event banners, shirts, and much more. Why stray from the safe haven of the kingdom to others that just don't understand our Disney people? The Prince Charming Company has been serving the loyal people of our lands for years and will help you make a magical impact on your customers. So visit PrinceCharmingCo.com today. We're keeping the kingdom colorful one sticker at a time. That's PrinceCharmingCo.com for all of your Disney printing needs. That's it. Carry on. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next magically scented order. Take a moment and think about where you are. Now, let's dream about where you'd rather be. A Disney Cruise Line vacation, perhaps. Let us help. 
We'll add some ocean waves. Now, the kids are playing at their own clubs. You're enjoying a romantic dinner. And tonight, gather for fireworks over the ocean. More fireworks. When you're dreaming of the perfect vacation for the whole family, the difference is Disney. Visit www.storybookdestinations.com to get started. Together, we can write your next fairy tale vacation. Enhance your Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival experience with the Festival of Food mobile app. With the Festival of Food app, you'll see everything that's available, including location, pictures, and pricing. Create your to-do list, track your progress, and read ratings and reviews from other foodies. There's a lot to taste at this year's festival. You don't want to miss a thing. Download the free Festival of Food app today to start planning, eating, and sharing. Available for iOS and Android. Find it in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Yeah, man. <laughs> you think Calypso music is hot? You wait till you taste the pepper on this one. Ico, Ico brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Now, if you need to get in contact with me, send me an email. Send it to dw60 at srsounds.com. You can contact me on Twitter at dw underscore 60. You can send a message to the DW60 Press Row Facebook page, or you can contact me in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. You want to hear DW60 in its entirety? Listen every single Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, with a replay at 7 p.m. Eastern over at srsounds.com. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcasts. Have a magical day. No, my and your Hi, this is Sorcerer, thanking you, the listeners, for your continued support of Sorcerer Radio, a station committed to bringing the best Disney programming in keeping with Walt Disney's vision, a station where children and parents can have fun listening together and also transporting you back to that favorite place that you all love so much, Walt Disney World. Thanks again for listening. Have a magical day. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast.